Excuse Mr. Radio Exec, but I firmly object. You said the average listener didn't want to hear what the on-air personality had to say. But on the contrary, they all seem to feel my way. You said the average listener only wanted the music. Well, if they only wanted the music, they would go out and buy the music. Your way of thinking is useless, so you just sit back and watch me do me. Anything else? Kicks me. What up, hookers and gigolos? Your boy kicks me back at it again, fresh off a hiatus. I know a lot of you are like, damn. Nigga, I thought you said you was being consistent. Hey, man, what can I tell you? Life happens. Uh, Truth be told, I was trying to figure out how to make this podcast better because I was listening through some of their old recordings and I I just wasn't feeling it. So I was trying to find a co-host and what I've come to realize is... If a motherfucker ain't getting paid for it, they don't see the opportunity or potential. So here I am back at it, doing it solo dolo. It's cool. I understand. It is what it is. Um, I got a rant today. I want to rant about something. But first, I want to talk about a few topics that seem to have caught my attention throughout the week. I want to start off by saying congratulations to Nike. I mean, not only do you make the best sneakers in the in the industry that you are in, you turn around and make the best business decisions. If you're not aware, Nike signed Colin Kaepernick as an athlete, endorsed athlete since two, uh, as of 2011, and they still had him on the roster even through all the turmoil and whatnot, which technically is Nike's uh, forte or what they do since they, they stood by Kobe with the rape allegations. They stood by Tiger with the, um, what's that, the, uh, the, 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 the alleged affairs. And here we are, Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick, who started a peaceful protest by taking a knee during the national anthem on NFL football game or during the NFL football games he participated in, found himself being blackballed out of the NFL for standing up for justice. Colin Kaepernick was taking knees because he wasn't satisfied with the way this great nation turns a blind eye to the injustice that's being done to young black my or young black or latino minorities being that they were being killed by those who were paid to serve and protect well not even serving and protect from recently what i've been learned is that's just a slogan that's not what they ever been paid for they can sit back and watch somebody kill you and then deal with the aftermath afterwards but when they're doing the killing it 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 raises an eyebrow so Colin Kaepernick takes a knee to bring awareness to this which was advised to him by allegedly advised to him by a uh, war veteran or or US veteran however you say it that an a good way to honor without disrespecting anyone was to take a knee Fast forward, Nike still has them signed. They start a new Just Do It campaign for their 30th anniversary. And they make Colin Kaepernick one of the faces to this campaign. People are in an uproar. People are claiming that they're never going to buy Nikes again. They're going to burn their products and whatnot. And 
I want to call bullshit. I've seen a lot of these videos of people burning their uh, Nikes and whatnot. Y'all are burning like these $30 joints. Y'all are burning these joints that you probably bought at like Marshall's, Ross, you know, little shoe barn store, little 30 joints. I've yet to see anybody, <laughs> for lack of uh, better terms, I hate to see, I, I've yet to see anybody burn any real heat. I ain't seen them $200 joints being burnt. I ain't seen no off-whites being burnt. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I ain't seen them some Supreme collabos being burnt. I'm seeing some like, you know, the Nikes that eh, you really wouldn't buy unless you like needed to do some shit. Like, okay, I, I really work out in these or, you know, I use these to like <laughs> cut grass or something. Shout out to the Joe Button podcast. We'll get to that. Um, so yeah, causes an uproar. Here's where the shit gets a little extra for me because I I find it very awkward. There's a mayor in Louisiana, Kenner City. Mayor Ben Zahn, if I'm saying that correctly, has banned any recreational departments from purchasing any Nike products in his city. What the fuck? Let me say it again. A mayor, an elected official, a mayor of a city, bans his recreational departments from purchasing any Nike products. Listen, I'm all for protesting. I, I stand with, I, I or take a knee with Colin Kaepernick with the protesting for protesting for injustice in America because I feel like it's bullshit that this continues to happen and people took his stance or his kneel as disrespect to the flag when he was just bringing awareness to something that needs awareness But for a mayor to just ban purchasing Nike products in his city, it's like, come on, dude, what are you really doing here? I'm going to let y'all marinate on that. While we still talking about injustices in America to minorities, let me paint a picture for you. In Dallas, a woman comes home to her apartment, finds a man in her apartment, and shoots him dead. Sounds pretty simple. You know, if you believe in that kind of justice, you know, it sounds about right. Let me give you some more details to this story. A woman walks into an apartment that she assumes is hers, but isn't, sees a strange man in this apartment, and shoots him dead. Oh, let me add on to that. The guy, black. The woman, a Caucasian police officer. Say that again. A white woman, that is a police officer, walks into the wrong apartment, which she assumes is hers, and shoots a black man 
dead. Last I've heard, because I'm trying to keep up with this story, is that she's under investigation. Now, I hope that she's not under investigation by her own police department, because we know how that's going to go. She's, if she didn't do this purposely, I would assume that she's under the influence, because how do you walk into the wrong apartment, see all the wrong shit, like none of this stuff is yours, see a man, you're a trained police officer, and the first thing you do is shoot. You don't let off a warning and say, hey, freeze, police, nothing. You just shoot. I smell foul play. If she gets investigated by her own police department, I feel like they would cover it up. I'm watching the story closely just to see how it goes. I feel like you should watch it too or look up on it or read up on it or whatnot. What are we doing in America? Whatever. More bad news. Let's see. What else is going on in the world? Rest in peace to Mac Miller. We took a loss in hip-hop. This one was unexpected. Because Mac Miller is not one of the little, the littles. The littles that, you know, perpetuate drug usage in their music and in his music or whatnot. Or their music. Mac Miller isn't one of those guys, so when you hear he dies of an overdose, it raises an eyebrow. Like, this drug thing in hip-hop is, is very serious. Hmm. But besides that, rest in peace, Mac Miller, you will be missed. Great artist, very talented. Let's take a moment of silence for him. Cool. More hip-hop news. Did you guys hear about Cardi B and Nicki Minaj fighting? All in some what? So it's New York Fashion Week, and there was at some event, and Cardi, being the realist that she is, runs up on Nicki. Has a few words for Nikki. Takes off the shoot, throw it at him. <clears throat> All this gets broken up by security. And Cardi takes it to Instagram or Twitter. I believe it was Instagram. And puts out a message basically saying um, Nicki Minaj was talking about her child or her parenting. And she wasn't going for that shit. Now, I'm not one to want to take sides within this whole beef. I do find it interesting. I, I do enjoy a good beef in hip-hop, especially when it comes out where, where we get music from it. But we're not getting real music from this shit. So if I sit back and judge the characters of both of these women, I would have to side with Cardi B. I just feel like she's more honest of a person. I feel like Cardi B is one of those who... One of those women who are honest to a fault. Not saying she can't lie because, you know, when you're from these streets, sometimes you got to tell a good lie. But when it comes to some shit you just can't lie about, and this shit just seems like she can't lie about this shit. She can't hold it in. Nicki Minaj has been rumored by numerous of female acts to have tried to blackball them in the industry by telling people don't work with them. Don't uh, book them, whatever, whatnot. 
And Cardi B is another name on that list. So for Cardi to turn around and say, hmm, you talking shit about my parenting, possibly my child. I'm not going for the shit. I'm going to take Cardi B's side on this because uh, Nicki been doing a lot of fugazi shit lately. I mean, the fact, am I the only one that's tired that tired of watching Nicki Minaj post her accolades all over social media? Like, bitch, we get it. You want to be number one, but you're not number one, but you feel like you should be number one. So you're going to tell us all the reasons why you should be number one and all your accomplishments in order for us to say, hey, you should be number one. Guess what? Nobody gives a fuck, Nicki. No one cares. The Queen album was decent. We appreciated it. It was a little too long for my taste, but it was decent. We appreciate it. Ride that. Get back in the studio. Drop a few singles before you have to start start working on the, the new album. Try to get us back on board. Let Cardi shine. I feel like what goes around comes around. Because here's what, what I'm saying. The same shit that Nicki or Cardi B is alleged to... Not even alleged to. Cardi B is in the same situation that Nicki Minaj was when she was coming in. And Little Kim was the veteran. Felt like you, you, you didn't have to show no love to the up and coming. Or you felt like Kim did, felt like she didn't have to show no love to the up and coming. So you started dissing her. And you want to show Cardi B no love? So she technically didn't diss you. You just started dissing her and she just, you know, retaliated. But, you know, it is what it is. Me personally, I smell some insecurity in that situation. I've been saying for a long time, you got to look at the people that Nicki Minaj surrounds herself with. When it comes to female entertainers, yeah, you she may collab. She may have collabed with Rihanna or Beyonce. I mean, you can't say no to those names. But for everyone else, Nicki just doesn't seem to get along with any other females in the industry from what I see. Well, any other minority females outside of Ariana Grande, which, uh, is she really Latin? I don't know. She can sing, though. But I just questioned her character because I remember seeing a while back on MTV special with Nicki Minaj where she was saying when she first came to America from, um, I believe she's Trinidadian or whatnot. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, whatever. Fuck it. She's When she first came to America, she was saying something to the extent of, she really didn't have many friends because all the kids didn't like her or whatever, whatnot. And I'm a firm believer that what happens in your childhood can carry on to your adulthood. And I think she still harbors some of those insecurities, which makes it hard for her to play nice with other people. I can get into Cardi B, too. I think she's got some insecurity, too, because every time you see her on an interview and she starts doing her mumbling, regular, I don't think Cardi B is comfortable being interviewed or being in front of the cameras so what i think future references for all you people who are all these uh media outlets that try to do interviews with cardi b rather than get her in a studio and sit her down and question her send a camera out and let somebody follow her around and have regular conversation with her i think that'd be a way better interview than y'all sitting her in, in a studio and then she's slurring over her words and because you know i feel like cardi b is too real for uh a studio sitting in the studio yeah 
regular interviews just ain't good for the queen Cardi B. You gotta go, you gotta go to her world. You can't bring her into yours. That's the queen right there. But all right, let's move on from that. What I really wanted to record today is for those that don't know, I'm based out of South Florida. South Florida, born and raised. A lot of our music, or not, let me take that back, let me take that back. Let me see, how do I describe our hip-hop scene? You know, we, our hip-hop scene was mostly like bass music, you know, Two Live Crew, Uncle Luke back in the days. You know, we evolved to more gritty, grimier raps like uh, JT Moneys and uh, Trick Daddies, of course, Trina. But recently, or not even recently, because it's been some years now, that I've noticed that the hip-hop culture in South Florida is just pretty much non-existent. It takes, like, third seat to, you know, the, 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 the island music, reggae, and stuff like that, or soca or dance hall, however y'all want to call it, and second seat to whatever the Latin scene is, and it's just, for a true hip-hop fan like me, that shit just ain't flying, I'm getting tired of getting invited to all these, these, uh, these reggae or these Caribbean juves and fucking concerts and fucking get-togethers and igloos and shit like that. I'm no disrespect to them, but I'm I'm hip hop. I want to see more hip hop shows in South Florida and we just don't get that. We don't get like Pusha T's on tour right now. Guess where Pusha T's not coming? South Florida. A lot of R&B acts are on the road right now. Guess where they're not coming? South Florida. So my question is, why the fuck ain't we getting some shows down here. I feel like every two months, at least every two months, somebody should be coming down here with a decent show, but we don't get that. And I feel like those who are supposed to be the curators of the hip hop scene in South Florida, i.e. the radio stations or whatever, whatnots, just don't do a good job. I would know. I used to work at a radio station. I sat back. So when I first jumped into wanting to be in the media, i.e. radio, I got a job at a radio station and I thought this was going to be all about music. It was a hip hop station. I thought we was going to be talking hip hop. I thought it was going to be like hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. Boy, was I wrong. It was everything but the on-air person. Majority of the on-air personalities didn't know anything about music. Nor did they care. The people behind the scenes that sat at desk didn't care. It was more like program. Here's a liner. Read this and then play a song. And when I got into it, I wanted to be that one guy. I had that dream to, ooh, I could change the whole hip hop scene in South Florida and, you know, bring it to the forefront and we could, you know, put our own artists out and it'll be something popping. I eventually got blackballed out of that. That's probably something I'll mention in a later podcast, but you know, whatever. Fast forward to now and I'm sitting back and I'm watching 
I seen something on Instagram where they were they were just a video about a few local South Florida artists that I've never heard of. And I said to myself, why don't South Florida artists get the respect they deserve or get the look? At least I've watched Atlanta put on dozens and dozens of dozens of one hit wonders and one trick ponies and guys who just really weren't that talented. But they got the opportunity to 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 be on a global scale to be seen. Some guys are still around. Some guys fell off, but they got the opportunity. And it seems like Atlanta is constantly pushing out their music. I, I watch um, a lot of California scene where they support their local artists, or they they have artists that are major and artists that, if you're not from California, you may not know, but they support these guys. New York is big on their, well, not big as of lately, but. New York has a great underground scene, and you know, it's the mecca of hip-hop, so they're always promoing hip-hop, 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 and I just ask myself, why does that not happen in South Florida? Why are we just a vacation spot? I mean, I feel like a lot of artists come down here to vacation or party it up, but nobody really puts on any shows, we don't get any, like, Concerts, no nothing outside of the majors, you know, J and B, which you know, they they earn that right to guaranteed sale, but whatever. It just constantly baffles me. And again, no disrespect to the Caribbean or Latin vibe, but I'm just really tired of going to these shows or concerts or get togethers and feeling like the odd man out because I don't understand what the fuck is going on. I don't get none of that shit. So not too long ago, a friend told me, Kicks, you know what? In order to be successful, you got to know your why. Why are you doing what it is you want to do? And I've recently figured out my why. My why is because I want to see a better hip-hop scene in South Florida. I want our artists to get a chance. I want to see more R&B acts come out of uh, South Florida. I want to see more hip-hop acts come out of South Florida. I get that a lot of our South Florida artists, or a lot of local South Florida artists sound alike. But there are some rare gems that come out. Like I feel like a guy like Ball Greasy should have had a, a global shot. I don't feel like he gets enough love. Uh, we had Briscoe, who didn't get much love few other guys who didn't get much love and I just I just I just want to I want to try to push our shit to the forefront at least in our own city so that these guys can get some recognition and right now that's where I'm at and I'm trying to figure out how to do this also you know what else I noticed I notice that a lot of other cities, states, states, I'm going to say states, they got like a small network of people who work a lot with each other for a major cause. Like if you ever watch these Vine videos or these YouTube videos, a lot of these guys that you were like big fans of, like they speak, a lot of these guys that you're big fans of, 
like uh, King Bot Batch or Bach. I don't know how you say his name. Uh, Daystorm. Uh, what's the girl's name? Leanne V. A lot of these guys are based out of California, and they do a lot of work with each other. I I'll pay attention to the New York scene where you guys where you have like dudes like uh you know Miles Jones uh Van Lathan even Charlemagne the God uh Andrew Schultz horrible decisions with Mandy and Wheezy a lot of them have a good like network with each other we don't have that here in South Florida. I wonder why. It's just a few things that bother me. I, I I don't. I know I'm just. I'm. I'm. This podcast isn't going the way I want it to go right now. Let me just be honest with you. But I'm just thinking and venting, and I'm trying to figure out what can I do to create some sort of a network and push the hip hop culture in South Florida further. There's something to think about. Anyways, that's my time. I really don't have much to say anymore. So um, I'm going to leave you with these words of wisdom. Heard this on Martin back in the day. You know what I'm saying? The man who sleeps on the floor can't fall off the bed. Let that marinate. Your boy kicks me and I'm out.